0: Welcome to the Didi and Latal Show. Advice, thoughts, and stories from a married couple on cybersecurity, technology, and life in general. Now here are your hosts, Didi and Latal.
1: Hello and welcome to the Didi and Little show. It's another week and we're back from RSA Conference. Hi Didi. Hey How is it going? Jet legged? Uh, <laughs> no, you know
2: me, I'm West not East. I'm never I'm never jet-legged. This is the this is the skill. If you
1: took a day flight back, I took the red eye. I was dead yesterday.
2: You always are dead on red eyes because Yeah, it's crap. You I hate
1: red eyes. Uh it's
2: it's, it's the fact that you had a soft military service. Those of us that survived true mil- What
1: are you talking about? <laughs> like you had a soft <laughs> military service as me. So, stop the BS, please.
2: Stop uh, it. We're on our podcast. People have uh, 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 come to listen to the BS. To the BS. Okay. <laughs> I'm
1: the one to break it that you're always BSing. Of course i talked BSing. about it.
2: Of course I'm always BSing.
1: Well, great to be back home. Yes. Had a surprisingly wonderful week. So I need to say it. I need to break it. That was a really, really, really good RSA conference. So... First, thanks to the organizers, and I was not expecting anything. You all know, in the past, I poo pooed the conference a little bit. Yes. So I'm here saying that was a really good conference, really good attendance, Really good vibe around, and we can talk a lot today about what did we find, what was stories, what's the takeaways. We'll put it as soon as possible this episode, so that people can comment and add their thoughts about how was the conference. But first, it was great seeing people that yes. were on the podcast, and we met with a few that listen to us. So thank you for thank going you all through. your
2: listeners. Th- please thank you all your listeners. If you listen, subscribe. Please do that.
1: And we hope to get you here. So w- yes. we'll reach out to all of you that we met and we want to have you on our podcast. So. One of
2: the most interesting themes is people were saying, how are we together? Yeah, I don't know. Uh, but we had an
1: episode about it. People actually said to me, so really, you got yourself your own wedding ring. It
2: was like, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. Yep. So uh, people listen. People <laughs> if you
1: didn't, go check out the Valentine's Was it the Valentine's Day? It was like the Valentine's Day yeah. one.
2: Now, I have an interesting hypothesis. Okay. I believe it's women are indoctrinated to want to marry doctors. And, and I have an explanation about this. It's a really cool one. When we were growing up, what was the number one show on TV? The number one show by far. Uh, I don't Producer know. Dave. It was the love boat, I no, think. No. What,
1: what do you mean by growing? H- gonna how gonna old? Are you going to say
2: <laughs> Elsewhere? No, I'm going to say ER. Oh, that's right. Okay, that's later. So, so, Clooney.
1: LA Law. Uh, before no, no, no. that.
2: But when you were in your formative years, ER. Yeah, wa- George
1: Clooney was. And, and, and Noah, w- Noah Wiley. And, and, and Noah Wiley. Wiley.
2: So women think that doctors equal George Clooney, Noah Wiley. After that, when I was talking to Anna, Hey, Anna, thanks you for tolerating me for the whole week. I was saying that then there was Grey's Anatomy, and I don't know. Well,
1: I, I think we already already dating. No, 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 but I'm saying there, that
2: or? her generation, the, the the next generation, grew on Grey's Anatomy, and there were at least three Dr. Awesomes there.
1: So you're saying the fact that you're an MD-PhD is the reason? I'm I, Yes,
2: I, yes. Women love doctors. not because of VR. Yes, I like sma- I like a-
1: smart dudes. So yes. b- take it that way. Uh, Thank you. That's that, that. That.
2: And the fact that the fact that I don't know a topic doesn't prevent me from being an expert in it.
1: Yeah, and I know <laughs> that you are faking it. So okay. fake until you make it. What was your big takeaway from the week? In so, San Francisco.
2: So I, my first RSA conference was 2008. Okay, yeah. Remember I, I just you started. You were still
1: with, in the military, right? No, no, uh, what, what, no. Working no, no, for no, the no, government?
2: No, it was right as, as soon as I landed at RSA.
1: Working for RSA, the, the, the company. I, I started working. I thought you you attended it also in your previous no, 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 role. No, no, no. Okay, no.
2: no. The, what happened was I, I started working in February. And the co- and the and the conference was in March. Correct. Me and Ayala went together. Ayelet, right. That was on our podcast. We have a picture of her with uh, nice glasses. I can I can post it if if she will allow me to.
1: A throwback.
2: A throwback of how awesome and young we were a million years ago. Okay. I, I started working uh, there, and Nancy basically said, "We need to put our best foot forward. Good luck. You represent us." And I went there to kind of represent. Uh, did you have a booth duty? No, 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 no. Uh, Nancy was too smart to do that. <laughs> no, no, nobody will. No, I, I think it took Anne years. When I say Anne, I mean Anne Johnson. It took her years to trust me to ever put me in front of a customer and and speak and, and allow me to speak to a customer. But this was more of a talking to the peers because it was always a little bit of a vendor-driven event. So many years of RSA. It is a class reunion. I had at least two meeting with two core teams that I built amazing products with and it was a great experience. David and and I got together and looked at around and said, Oh, we built an awesome team and we built an awesome delivery when we were together at RSA and how the culture that we built kind of flourished in other places
1: later yeah you can definitely see the kind of reunion of people coming from some companies like the rapid seven gang like I, i've met with the gang that worked with me here at cyber reason yeah They're all over now different places uh, so yeah that's that, the nice aspect about that it's it, it is a reunion and you see how people grow in the industry go to different vendors how industry evolve, so many people now are in cloud companies, this is like a lot of rumbling and things going on around there, so yeah, that's Uh,
2: fun. Also, it's a good barometer to understand what is not there. So it was really interesting to me to see that in the innovation sandbox, there wasn't even a single identity company. Okay. It was interesting. Because
1: it's not up and coming, it's already a need.
2: no. No, 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 no. It, it's it's an interesting thing. There was always an identity company there. It was also interesting to see that there were very few identity companies on the floor. Now I don't know. Uh, well, Gartner IAM was a very misleading thing because that was a, an identity. I
1: think there was there were enough uh, identity okay. company in the floor. I mean, most of you were there. Um, oh
2: yeah, a lot of us were were not. To, all of us were without booths. This was... A- oh, yeah.
1: that That's a trend. And we we can talk about the no booth the, the thing no, the because no. people listen to me, yes. <laughs> I guess. Maybe because of me. I don't know. We had a small booth. I think that's the best. I like you still have presence, but it's the minimal viable presence on the show floor. You still have people coming in, but you don't need to say, oh, we have a huge booth. We have crazy... Because... Most of the actual activities happen outside of the expo. Like it, they happen in the bar of the W, they yes. happen in the lobby of the Marriott Marquis. And uh, I demoed. I demoed Regis. at least.
2: I demoed at least six times in the bar of the W after 9 p.m. So I don't remember. I don't know if the people you I demoed, can
1: just get drunk from the, the air. <laughs> it's yes. so full of alcohol. So
2: I, I don't know if it resonated, but it, I definitely. Do uh, people hear you? I I so I, loud and I can make sure people hear me. The Israeli voice. The Israeli voice with the Zohan accent. I do the do- the Zohan accent for everybody.
1: Yeah. So to the point. For those interested in the marketing outcome. So number one, I think you can consider not being on the show floor uh, if you set yourself meetings in other not remote places. It has to be across the street at the W or, or when you know, where all those little shops were taken over by vendors. That was smart. So you could skip it. Or take the what is it, seventeen thousand dollars mini booth the ten by ten. Just have your S E, your sales. You don't have to have crazy swag. I think it's a waste keep it simple. We'll talk about it in a second about the swag. I know that you have something to say, but I think what matters is the face-to-face meetings. Those that happen in the booth from people that heard about you and are going to see you. I don't think it's about branding in such a huge show, unless you are the big crowd strikes of the world, of course, because it's hard to stand out no matter what you do. So just be there, talk about your product, talk about your differentiators, talk with those that are looking for you because they already heard or saw your website. But it is mainly about meeting with potential partners, the ecosystem, resellers, and meet with your current customers that are coming there, take them out for lunch, dinner, really hard to find good breakfast around. So like if you can serve them with that, that is the value. So I... I, my one thing for the marketeers, don't bother with all the booth screens, yeah. bed screens of all the people that came for the swag. You don't need to upload them to your Salesforce if they only came to get the swag. Like if you didn't have a meaningful conversation, forget about it. It's probably a liability to get them in your CRM more than something that will help your business. You don't need your SDR to call somebody that got your t-shirt. It's fine. He got your t-shirt. Maybe he will call you and ask for a demo in the future. I would not bother with that. It's a waste of time. And waste of everybody's attention. Uh, Focus uh, on the conversation that were yes. meaningful over there. So,
2: so this is one of the things that. So, the, the the good takeaway from what you just said is, yes, do a little bit of a light medic, or whatever your framework is. Yeah. Understand. Bent. What, yep. What right the, person. Right person. Right. Does budget. he have a project? Does he have a project? Does he have budget before? You, Why did he talk to you in the be, booth before you scan them in? Yeah. And, don't and scan them. Don't scan them. Don't don't. Ingest them into your system, but my take on the swag, hand out swag. If you can, I would even do better. Go out to every homeless person in San Francisco, and there's a shitload of them. Oh my And, God. and give them and give them your t-shirts, because that's another billboard. That's a very cheap billboard. I I saw a, I saw a homeless dude lying in the middle of the street with a Data Dog t-shirt. I think this is a good thing. I, I'm quoting Stravish, who basically said, "As many people that wear my brand and express my brand, and people know about my brand, it's better. So, hand out your mugs, your t-shirts. Don't even bring them back. Just stick them on the, all the homeless people in San Francisco. Maybe some VC will see your brand and uh, and think and of
1: invest you. because all the homeless in San Francisco
2: wear your t-shirts. It's it's it's." <laughs> It's it's more but like it's more like maybe it's more like the the rule of seven. You need to say if I want you to listen to something. Oh, absolutely! You, you need, need
1: to to, say, to be seen. I mean, branding. Yes, you need to immerse people in the brand. Exactly,
2: sure. yeah, and I was showing Sarah, your Sarah, an example of how IBM had this T-shirt that everybody was wearing because it was beautiful, but nobody knew it was IBM.
1: Yeah, that's another. Omri, thing. by
2: the way, has that IBM T-shirt.
1: I thought we got the socks. Okay, <laughs> so <laughs> different opinions about swag. I think it's a waste of money, cheap Chinese stuff that go to the waste. So uh, I think let's all remove the swag. Uh, I mean, t-shirts are good, but yes, they're probably gonna if if not now, you're gonna send them to savers and then they go to the homeless. So yeah, I don't know about that. Uh, I'd rather I, we have some t-shirts. We have some. You have awesome nice- swag. We have good swag. We didn't give a lot of it. We had the M&Ms. It made everybody happy, like Hunters, Pinky, M&M. M&Ms. Cool. cool. Yeah. What else? What else? Everybody had Chat GTP GPT. integration. GPT. 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 Not GTP. Uh yeah, I'm tired. Uh, I'm <laughs> AI chatbots integrated to everything. Yeah, my my pro- our product, Tantas, also have it. So it seems like. If you don't have it, something's wrong with you. That's that
2: my my product doesn't have it because I don't do stupid.
1: Can't you see some upsides for no. integration of like no. some chatbots?
2: No, no a chatbot. We have a chatbot. You
1: have in your Slack integration.
2: We, so we do ha- have. We have a chatbot. So here's the thing: I don't want to have a, it. It doesn't
1: need to be the generic ChatGPT.
2: We have a bot. It's really good, but it's focused. It solves a specific problem. So though for those people that don't know what AI means, what ML means. All these things are basically statistical inference. And if all you need to do is statistical inference, stop with the noise. Look at the problem. So there is documentation and messaging and stuff like that. But, for example, the chat GPT in, in Bing, that was a piece of crap. That was a complete piece of crap. Still Google's number one because it doesn't find the right thing. Don't stick things for no good reason into boxes.
1: So, what do you think about The Sims, Google Chronicle, Azure Sentinel, now integrating it into investigation, detections, explaining stuff? They have their own AI chatbots integrated there. So,
2: the world is broken up into two people, two types of people. Yeah. People that watch TikTok videos and people that lie about reading stuff. People don't read, people are stupid
0: person is smart, but people are stupid. The Didi and Latel show will return in a moment. The Didi and Latel show is sponsored by Ort. In today's world, identities are the perimeter protecting the organization and are the most exploited vector by attackers. If your security teams are struggling to maintain control of identity management tools, Ort can help. ORT offers a centralized platform for discovering, monitoring, assessing, and remediating identity threats to your business. While most security platforms can take weeks or months to start identifying and remediating risks, with ORT, your security teams can get started in as little as 30 minutes and start securing the identity perimeter immediately. ORT will surface the most critical vulnerabilities and give your security teams the recommended action steps. Start your trial today at ort.io. That's O-O-R-T dot I-O. The DD and Latal Show is sponsored by Hunters. Hunters is a SaaS platform purpose-built for security operation teams, providing unlimited data ingestion and normalization at a predictable cost. Hunters helps SOC teams mitigate real threats faster and more reliably than SIM. Visit Hunters.ai to learn more.
2: I found my integration with Gabby. Thanks, by the way, for bringing him to the show because that kind of gave me the idea. That's a much more powerful integration. Give the right video to the right person at the right time. Gabby from Wiser. Yes, Just, Gabby uh, from Wiser. Thank you, Gubby. was awesome conversation with you, by the way, on the ride back home last night. The, the, what Integrating the right video, the right content at the right time that is key. Mm-hmm. What people are trying to do, the chat GPTs of the world, they generate, speaking of the, Mar- the lobby of the Marriott, remember our conversation about the lobby of the Marriott? They generate a non-helpful, focused not solve non-solve-a-problem messaging. They, they give you an opus magnum that, help, that doesn't help me. I need a Gabi video that tells me, okay, dear stupid person, please don't click on this again. This is what I need. I need focus. I need terseness. I need to be memorable and be gone. Approach. So you're
1: saying they're solving the problem that they want to add context.
2: They want to To be
1: automated. So you're using the chat bar to exactly. enrich which some kind of aha moment for you, uh, Mr. Customer. Yeah. But it's not necessarily helpful and could be understood.
2: Yes. And also there's a, this desire. So... Jitu Patel from Cisco, very, very smart guy, had a very interesting insight, which I completely disagree with. He said that if you sold a drug that cured cancer in the middle of the Himalayas for one hour a day, there will be a line to it from here until eternity. And I disagree with him because he was claiming about, uh, and this is, by the way, me thanking all you sales and marketing people that suffered through RSA and had to work really, really hard unlike us vendors that walked around and had fun conversations. He said that an awesome product doesn't need sales and marketing. People would find it and... and, and I. This want, is not true, I know by the it, way. I know it's not true. Here's my ex- two examples of real life. This is the MD-PhD speaking. What's the product that has the worst human experience ever, but still everybody uses it? Salesforce. Cigarettes. <laughs> the first time you take a puff out of a cigarette you cough and you don't want it. it. It makes you feel bad. It takes weeks of endurance of smoking that shit to actually want to continue smoking. And then you get addicted and da 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 But the thing that makes everybody want to smoke or wanted to smoke in our parents' generation was amazing marketing, the camel guy, the, Mar- the Marlboro man, the everybody in every movie looking cool smoking a cigarette. And you felt that you had to do this. Even though that your initial reaction felt like basically like getting kicked in the nuts. And it was not a fun experience. But people continued that. You know what drug had to invest in marketing and messaging and a lot of push to actually be used? Penicillin. Penicillin in the 40s was a magic drug. People that had UTI were pissing needles. And to stop pissing needles, all they needed to get is one shot of penicillin. It's not like... The bacteria that's uh, resistant to drugs and all that stuff nowadays. Yeah. One shot of penicillin, UTI goes away. Mm -hmm. People refused to take it. They said because it came from. They were afraid. They were afraid it came from fungi, blah, blah, blah. Like
1: people are afraid of vaccines. Yeah, of course.
2: Exactly. People are afraid of vaccines. People are afraid of MABs. MABs had to go through uh, monoclonal (laughs) antibodies. Yes. Drugs that were based on MABS had to go through a whole education of both the doctors and the patients to be willing to accept it. Okay. Penicillin. People resisted penicillin. The, the, the most successful, the, the most meaningful drug in human Discovery in human, human history. history. Yeah. Exactly. So best product ever needed strong marketing, really strong marketing for people to be willing to take it. The worst product in the world, only through marketing, is now consumed, is still a problem that we're still trying to fix. And it's the worst product in the world. So, yes, you need sales, you need marketing, you need messaging, you need to convince because, I will quote Men in Black, people are stupid, the person is smart.
1: Okay, so thanks for acknowledging the need of my profession, appreciate it.
2: Explaining in a, in a marketing way the need for your profession.
1: <laughs> what were you kind of like impressed looking at new technologies or, like, shifts in mindset. I felt there was much less FUD this year, which was a good thing. I didn't see a lot of, like, oh, discussion about APTs, advanced threats and you stuff. Know, you know
2: why, that, why is that?
1: Ah, You think because we said it's wrong? I don't no. think we have so much no, impact no, no, on no, the no, market.
2: No, 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 no. So I, I apologize if I'll offend uh anybody this is this is some a, a serious topic apparently the war in ukraine reduced ransomware and apts by an order of magnitude you because know what are all because m- all the, all busy
1: the, doing other stuff
2: no because all the all the russian hackers are, busy are, are uh, with, doing with, uh, uh, with an ak dealing with, that. Are, uh, with an ak fighting ukrainians i think the uh,
1: well ransomware uh, wasn't down. It just changed a little bit, no. and there is also uh, monetization issues. And Bitcoin is down. There are a lot of different. I actually had really good conversation I, I, with somebody. I, I believe that, that negotiate the- with ransomware groups. Super interesting. Maybe we'll get him on the uh, yeah. on the. Podcast. I, I
2: I believe. I believe that it's the Russians too busy fighting in the in That's Ukraine. That's probably
1: some some of it is true and some of it are other things. So, so what do you think? Uh, also what was like interesting technology-wise wise
2: The other thing that was missing for me, okay. missing, is fraud. Fraud used to be a big topic at RSA conference. Mm. And I was talking to Uri, who is like the number one name in fraud. Him and Sam Curry are the number one speakers at RSA all time. Which Uri? Rivner, okay, and uh, he says that it, sh- it has shifted, and uh, it's the same thing about the phishing attacks and all these things. Th- they are increasing. They're going up. They're they're needed. It's it's a scams are up, fraud is up. Yeah, but nobody wants to talk about it. I think this conference was a lot of unicorns, rainbows, and roses. Feeling good, feeling good about yourself, exactly. Yeah,
1: <laughs> it had a, like it had, a, it had it all has a, a lot of
2: positivity and feel good. Yeah,
1: and like nobody wanted to talk about like things are down. The, it's actually that they, they wanted to put some positive. <laughs> I I I actually came a little bit positive. Like people talked about it's harder to sell. It takes more time. But yes, we see that still budgets are there. It's happening. So, yeah,
2: but. Technology-wise, nothing happens. Everybody. Nothing to, happens. Nothing. Seriously. Happens. Seriously, nothing was interesting. I found. I've.
1: One day, innovation sandbox.
2: That was the thing that was the core of the bane of my existence. Why? It's called. They're called hidden layers. Uh, probably they're gonna reach out to me and and tell me that I don't understand what I'm saying. But they are an XDR for ML, and you know how I call that.
1: Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Well, exactly. The, the names we, we, we love.
2: Exactly. Yeah. So I, I don't want really to smirch.
1: What's the use case? Who no. needs it?
2: Nobody. Everybody wants us to, to think that they... So remember the, the nice thing example that chat GPT was not secured?
1: Yeah, dropping things uh, into... W- what, is
2: ha- what is happening now a lot...
1: I saw companies saying that DLP for ChatGPT. Yeah,
2: there's a lot of these things now popping up because what happens is that somebody
1: takes a <laughs> core document and <laughs> drop it to make it better, drop it into ChatGPT and now the world knows about knows it. About whatever. A-
2: yeah, and uh, and same goes with more important things like somebody takes an ML model from a place they don't have they have no idea what it is. And, and they, how it's
1: trained on what's... Data. Uh, now
2: it's trained on your data and, and you don't know if it's emitting the data out. You don't know anything about what it does. Okay. Yeah, there um, is a use case. No, there isn't. The use case is people actually need to understand not to stick ML models. into ML models. To a black box that they have no idea who wrote the code. It, it's the same problem that existed from this dawn of time about open source. Yeah, it's basically open source.
1: It's basically open source. <laughs> Putting your stuff but, uh, in the internet. It doesn't matter. You're s- not supposed to
2: You're put your proprietary
1: s- stuff in what? the internet or bring in some stuff from the internet <laughs> and use <laughs> it with, without checking. Uh, that's the two basics. Exactly. Okay.
2: exactly. But the thing that was also interesting is that uh, the Innovation Sandbox kind of needed to bring talent in to toot their own horn of what's the value of this. I I think that it's more that the Innovation Sandbox, I think, is taking a downturn. Because most of the companies there that got in had the very ML, very ML Well, It was always
1: uh, a PR thing, right? Whatever is hot and like in the news. No, there
2: was an Israeli company called Valence, which I, from everybody over there, Valence I really liked. Okay, what do they do? It's not so much of what they did, but how Yoni kind of gave a crisp message of a problem and a solution. They're another version of CSPM with a little bit of an overlap to us with in terms of identity. But he described a real problem that exists all the time of I invite a guest into my environment, a guest user. I give him permissions. He gives other people permissions. The guest is not tracked through my systems and tomorrow morning the company that owns him fires him and go figure who still has access to your systems and what is the impact of their access is.
1: Sounds a lot like what your company is doing.
2: It it, it sounds a lot like... That was their messaging. What they actually do is closer to CSPM because they were talking about how to to deal with the access itself. Okay. But they were the only company that I liked their pitch. I liked their message. I liked how they did things, so...
1: Cool. Excellent. Cool. Any, anything else you want to share about the week? Oh, we yes. open it yes. up. That's yes. To send the, us this
2: notes. Uh, I'm going to do a cliffhanger and a teaser for the next episode that's going to come. Okay. The teaser is we still have a very big problem of diversity in oh, our Oh, absolutely.
1: I only saw white male
2: white dudes, dudes. White dudes in the room. Well, unless you, uh, I, 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 by the way, apologize to all my Indian friends. I'm bundling Indian with the white dudes.
1: I don't think it's acceptable. (laughs) I'm sorry about the uh, inappropriate (laughs) remarks. No, but
2: but I, I mean, I mean, people that are Ivy League graduates, educated, the 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 dude that comes from a higher education path. That's that was the dominant thing.
1: Okay. Let's start with mail. I mean,
2: forget about But let's let's, let's uh, keep that to the next episode. Next episode.
1: We can definitely, we have an episode coming up about diversity. We care a lot and we have a lot to say about it. But yeah, I mean, I am very positive. It was a great start for the conference season. What next conference are you going to?
2: Whatever Anna tells me.
1: We will be in Gartner Security and Risk Summit in June. We're going to be in Snowflake Summit, uh, DataBricks AI Summit, and then definitely Black Hat coming up in August. So I'm guessing that you're going to go.
2: I'm guessing you're going to go, and I'm going to stay. I uh, wish uh, I
1: wouldn't, but uh, August, it's a good in, conference. August in Vegas. This uh, is where
2: I'm going to say uh, somebody needs to take care of the kids.
1: Yeah, yeah. Well, it's great to have a nanny and old enough kids that we don't need to bring our parents from Tel Aviv like we used to in the past. So that's a big change. They could be on their own with like a little bit of like overnight nanny uh, while we were away. They're like Um, a
2: cat. We just leave them food.
1: Yeah, that was basically it. We left some food in the fridge. Exactly.
2: The cat. They (laughs) are them and the cat.
1: Well, the cat, you cannot leave the food because he'll consume it at once and then be hungry for the rest of the
2: week. That's his problem. They have a
1: little bit, Mm. a bit more IQ to Mm. kind of like slowly consume it.
2: Have you talked to Ron lately?
1: Yeah, he could consume all of it. That's true. But he can make his own food. That's also good. And and, and he can grab a bit. Yes. Or like take his bike to Newton Center and get something. True. True. Closest to Korea. Should we wrap Good. it up? Let's wrap it up. Well, thanks, everyone.
2: Thank you. Thanks to everybody we met at RSA Conference. Thank you for bearing with us.
1: Definitely. Uh, the Diddy and Little Show is a weekly podcast. Rate and review us wherever you get your podcasts. Please uh, recommend us to friends. And we'll reach out to all of you that we met at RSA. Uh, please, we want you to be featured on our podcast. So come talk to us. If you have thoughts, ideas for what we should talk about, reach out to us on LinkedIn. Thank you. Thanks, Didi. Thank you, Lido. Have a wonderful week.